Welcome back to the Fired Up Pro Wrestling Podcast, part of the Fired Up Podcast Network. This is episode 16, and I'm your host, Dan Soden. Now, if you've been with me for the last 16 weeks or so, you know what I'm about to say. My one-stop shop for all wrestling news is thedailysmart.com. They provide me with a single location to look and see what's going on with pro wrestling from news, highlights, to curating my own podcast feed. Make sure to go download the app and follow them on Twitter at the Daily Smart. Since I have you and your Twitter is open, let me get all my plugs in. Follow the podcast at 3SecTan, both on Twitter and Instagram. Follow the podcast network at Fired Up Podcast. And if you haven't done so already, hit that follow button on me at Daniel Soden. Now, this week has been a short and sweet week for Outside of the Ring Talk. Uh, we have WWE signing Olympic gold medalist Gable Stevenson to a deal. Uh, allegedly, the deal is for roughly three years and will start after he completes college. Uh, he has an NIL deal right now, so um, he will probably be doing some marketing and stuff with WWE going forward until school's over. Speaking of new deals, Pete Dunne has signed a new long-term deal with WWE, uh, and Rhino has signed a new deal with Impact Wrestling. Uh, Samoa Joe this week had to relinquish the NXT title due to injury. Uh, we saw a new champion crowned on Tuesday, and we will be talking about that in a little bit. And last but not least, uh, Renee Young, uh, or the artist formerly known as Renee Young, uh, confirms her WWE non-compete clause has finally expired, and she's looking to kind of step back into wrestling outside of just her interview podcast show. Um, that's it. So, guys, when we get back, we'll be talking AEW and WWE. All right, we're going to kick things off with Rampage. Uh, We saw Pac versus Andrade uh, to kick things off. The match itself was pretty good. The ending was pretty mid. Uh, After the match, Andrade attacks Chavo for cheating, and then Death Triangle takes care of Chavo. It seems like this is the end for Chavo Guerrero in AEW and with Andrade. Uh, Enter Ric Flair eventually. Uh, Darby Allin and Sting cut a promo about Sean Spears and Tully Blanchard. Tully comes out, and then Spears sneaks Darby and takes him out. Uh, The match then ends up happening on Dynamite. Uh, We get an Adam Cole promo package and a Daniel Bryan promo package. Both are done well. Uh, Rio, Chris Statlander, Ruby Soho versus Britt Baker, Rebel, and Jamie Hayter. Uh, It was an alright trios match. Uh, Not much there. The good guys won. Uh, Max Caster versus Brian Pillman Jr. I honestly ask, who the fuck wants to watch this? I didn't. So you can skip that. Uh, On the Dynamite. We got Punk out on commentary. He does a couple stage dives. Definitely asking to get the COVID, but hey, who am I? Uh, Adam Cole versus Frankie Kazarian kicks things off. It was a solid 50-50 match with Cole winning at the end. Uh, He hit the Panama Sunrise and then the bare knee strike. Uh, Cole cuts a promo after the match, calls out Jurassic Express and Christian Cage uh, for Rampage Grand Slam, um, which will now be two hours we were eventually told um, on tonight's broadcast. So it looks like Bucks and Cole versus Christian and Jurassic Express um, in a trios match. Uh, Lucha Bros and Butcher and Blade have one of those back-and-forth promos that they do. Uh, this week's Rampage will have feature this match for the tag team titles. Uh, looking forward to that one. Uh, we get Tony backstage with Sammy and Fuego. Uh, looks like Fuego is going to put up his car 
on the line for Miro's TNT title. That's happening at Rampage this week. Uh, we get MJF in the ring uh, with Wardlow. Uh, cuts a promo going off on Pillman Jr. Uh, you know, just his basic YouTube comment section comments. Eventually, uh, Pillman Jr. comes out and attacks Wardlow and MJF, but nothing really happens here. Uh, we then automatically get a sit-down interview with Jim Ross and Pillman Jr., which I felt like was weird timing. Uh, it was done all right, but once again, who really cares about Pillman Jr.? Uh, Jurassic Express with Christian Cage backstage. They accept Adam Cole's challenge. Cage takes a shot at Cole for being in NXT. So that was that was fun. Uh, Dante Martin and Matt Seidel versus FTR. This was a really, really good tag team match. Um, Dante Martin and Matt Seidel gel really well together. Uh, FTR won with the big rig. And, uh, yep, uh, Dante Martin ate the pin there. Uh, we get uh, Archer. And Suzuki promo in the back, talking about Kingston and John Moxley in New York City. Uh, that match is set. Malachi Black comes out. He calls out Rosario Dawson in the crowd for wearing uh, the enemy's garb, which was a Nightmare uh, family track jacket. Uh, she eventually attacks Malachi Black, which was pretty funny. Uh, then Cody Rhodes uh, returns from what looked like a youth pastor uh, conference um, and makes the save him and uh, Black brawl throughout the crowd. Uh, we get a Dark Order promo about Anna's uh, upcoming match. The Dark Order continually fight till the Tay Conti and Anna Jay sc- scream frustration and walk away. We also saw Alex Reynolds uh, return here. Uh, Dan Lambert in the ring with a lot of uh, a lot of his fighters and men of the year. Jericho comes out with Hager. They go back and forth. This. This whole segment fucking sucked. Uh, they set up Chris and Jake for his men of the year next week at Rampage. It, this segment was garbage. Uh, we get a promo from the Gun Club about not having respect. They're undefeated, but yet they don't see any tag team championship matches or anything of that nature. It was actually pretty well done. Um, I guess it gives us a reason to watch Dark because I can't see them really getting too much time on Dynamite or Rampage. Uh, we get Jade Cardgill versus uh, Layla Hirsch. This was a pretty uh, pretty good match between the two. Uh, toughest battle yet for Jade, but she eventually picks up the win and stays undefeated. Uh, we get an Andrade pro- promo about not wanting help. Uh, he kind of attacks uh, his, uh, his assistant a little bit, but basically kind of uh, saying he's the kingpin, and when he gives an order, it's meant to be followed through. That was a decent enough promo. Uh, Taz and Hook lure out Punk from the commentary team. Uh, Hobbs runs him over. Eventually, Hook goes to clear off the uh, the announcer's table, oh so politely, and then Hobbs uh, puts Punk through the table. I feel like this was the first table announcer table spot we saw in AEW. Um, you don't see it too often, I guess, because it's not near the ring. Uh, we get uh, Darby versus uh, Spears promo. It was fine. Then we get Darby Allen versus Sean Spears. This went a lot longer than I expected it to. Uh, back and forth. Darby eventually gets the win. FTR enter the, the ring after the match. And Sting and Darby fight them. Uh, totally swings a chair at Sting. He no-sells it. And then FDR jumps Sting. Uh, we get a spike pile driver on Sting. Totally comes in and wipes the face paint off Sting. Earlier in the match, Sean Spears wiped uh, Darby Allen's face paint off. Uh, I'm guessing they're going to base this feud around the face paint. 
Uh, Tony Schiavone's in the ring uh, for an interview with Brian Danielson. Uh, before Brian can talk, Don Callis comes out. Uh, Kenny and Brian start going back and forth, and they agree to a non-title match next week. Uh, Miro accepts Fuego's uh, challenge uh, in a nice little promo. Uh, we get a Matt Hardy promo about wanting to shave Orange Cassidy's hair. Uh, and then the main event is 2.0 versus John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Uh, Kingston and uh, Moxley make quick work at 2.0 after being jumped uh, from behind by them. Uh, eventually, after the match, Suzuki comes out. And then Archer comes out from behind and takes out Kingston. And we get a little bit of a little brawl into the crowd. And that ends the show. Overall, it felt like they were just building up to next week, which is fine. Uh, everybody needs a little bit of an off week every so often. Next week is their big show in New York City, and I imagine those... Well, they, they did overload it, um, so I imagine those shows should be good. Uh, when we return, we'll be talking about WWE and the uh, the new NXT 2.0. back we're going to start things off with nxt 2.0 as it's now referred to uh we get promos from all the guys in the title match uh at the end um formerly known as rex steiner now known as braun breaker kind of challenges la knight to a prove himself match so first match uh in the new nxt is la knight versus braun baker breaker the name sucks but braun breaker wins with a really it was a really good match uh breaker looks like a million bucks i like the throwback style he's a good mesh of both his father and his uncle uh so i really like i think the future is uh, bright for him i really like him uh, we come back from the commercial we see a bunch of the new guys shaking Braun's hand in the back kind of you know gassing him up a bit uh and the second match is imperium versus josh briggs and brooks jensen we get a picture in picture promo before the match from uh jensen and briggs uh, also to note, Jensen is son of former WWE superstar Bull Buchanan. Uh, Imperium picks up the win here after uh, a super butterfly suplex. Brooks looks pretty new, and I'm not a big fan of Briggs, but they did give these guys something kind of like a Murdoch and Cade gimmick, so I am willing to see where it goes. Uh, we get a hit row promo. Uh, they're promoting BFAB's debut. Uh, BFAB will be facing off against Katrina Cortez, who originally I thought was going to end up in Legada del Fantasma. BFAB picks up the win in what is best known as a squash. Uh, followed by the match, we get a post-match promo, and then um, Fantasma comes out, and they kind of, you know, go back and forth. Uh, Austin Theory is back, and he brought a priest with him for the wedding. Unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, it's Damien Priest, but unfortunately he cannot commit the services uh he's here to party uh it's a nice little uh you know segment for the wedding uh carmelo hayes with uh his new buddy trick williams uh we get an in-ring uh promo it was a really fun promo uh trick williams um already great on the mic i think he definitely adds uh a layer to carmelo hayes that he wasn't really working with before uh after the the promo ends they're walking to the back Duke Hudson's coming out. Uh, he talks a little bit of shit to Hayes, and uh, Trick isn't with it, um, and they attack him in the ring, and then Mello follows uh, suit, and these two just uh, kind of give the, the beat down to Duke Hudson. I'm assuming we get a Carmella Hayes-Duke Hudson match next week. Uh, we see Gigi and JC uh, with the new Mandy Rose. Uh, these ladies are now going to be called Toxic Attraction. Uh, Casey and Caden versus uh, Toxic Attraction. Uh, during the match, uh, we see uh, picture in picture. 
um, Dunn and Holland attack Kyle O'Reilly with uh, Von Wagner, formerly known as Cal, uh, Cal Bloom, uh, making the save. Uh, eventually, Mandy Rose comes out and attacks Casey. Uh, she reveals her new look. It's just uh, brunette hair. And Saray uh, makes the save for Casey and Caden. It turns into a trios match, and we see uh, Mandy Rose pick up the win for Toxic Attraction. Uh, we get the bridal part of a index wedding segment. Uh, not much to add there. It was fine. Uh, Ridge Holland versus Drake Maverick. Um, yeah, it was it, it was a complete beatdown. Holland just beat the shit out of Maverick uh, until he finally just uh, pinned him. Uh, before the match, though, Regal does announce that Kyle Riley's out and Von Wagner is going to be in the main event. Uh, we get a Tomasa Chopper promo. Pretty solid stuff. Uh, Creed brothers versus meat puppets i'm calling them meat puppets because that's all they really were they just got pummeled uh the creed brothers pick up the win both these guys look like they look like like feral brock lesnar children um it's great i love every moment of it uh, we get a tony d'angelo vignette which was something was it was something uh very interesting vignette um so uh, after that, uh, we go back. Bivens introduces the newest members of Diamond Mind, or the newest member, I should say, of Diamond Mind, Ivy Niles. Um, she looks like a million bucks. Got the chains wrapped around her. She she's she looks good. She was from uh, Ty- NBC Titan Games. Um, eventually, Kashuda comes out uh, for his return, and uh, it's going to be Strong versus Kashuda for the belt next week. That should be a really good one. I imagine. Uh, Strong is going to pick up the win here and um, kind of rock the Cruiserweight title for a little bit. Uh, And finally, we get the main event, the four-way for the NXT title. Um, This was a really, really good match. Uh, Ciampa ends up winning. Um, Von Wagner looked pretty good. Um, I'm hoping, you know, with a little bit of character adjustments for him, we hear him talk, you know, he'll he'll be something. Uh, and then we get the index wedding. Um, n- nothing really happened of substance here. A lot of jokes. We saw uh, Euro, uh, Giro, G- Gyro, I don't know, we, um, have a little bit of a, a comedy segment. Andre Chase, Odyssey Jones, uh, Dexter knocked out the priest. Uh, Beth Phoenix comes up and says she's already ordained. Um, it was it was just an overall fun little segment that they put on um and then you know it went off without really much uh much issue uh and then uh they closed the show uh it cuts to Ciampa watching the wedding and um Braun comes in and kind of you know tells him uh watch out old man uh, I'm coming for that title and that was NXT 2.0 uh overall I like the direction that it's going in it's bright it's clear the colors really add to it um other than that you know I feels like it's basically what NXT always was. Just kind of got a little bit of a facelift. Uh, anyway, when we return, I will be talking about Raw and SmackDown. All right, we're going to start things off with SmackDown. Uh, we got Pat McAfee back in this. Uh, he returns, and it is much much needed Corey graves just wasn't cutting it um bloodline out first roman speaking tells new york city to acknowledge him 
cue Brock Lesnar's music. Uh, Usos stand in Brock's way while Heyman talks. Uh, Brock covers the mic and takes it from Heyman. Uh, he asks Paul why he didn't tell Roman he'd be at SummerSlam, and the drama intensifies. Uh, Roman snatches the belt from Paul and leaves the ring. Heyman does um, Brock's intro, and uh, Brock says accept his challenge before Roman fires him. Uh, Brock hoists up Paul, but Roman eventually runs back in and hits a Superman punch. Brock takes it and hoists up Roman for an F5, but the Usos make the save and get their asses beat. Uh, overall, this set the tone um, for this episode of SmackDown. Uh, we get a 10-man tag team uh, meetup in the hallway, uh, very uh, Anchorman-esque. Uh, in the back, a Bloodline interview segment with Kayla. Heyman is the one that speaks to her. Um, not much really going on there. Uh, 10 man tag. Sammy gets on the mic talking about his love for New York and how he has a great guest who knows exactly how to win in Madison Square Garden. And it is Atlanta Hawks Trey Young. This was a wonderful get for WWE. Uh, Young gets massive heat from the crowd. Uh, I believe Pat McAfee pointed this out, but the last time he was in the building, he was uh, spit on by a, uh, a fan. Uh, Trey Young gets eventually gets tossed for attacking Rey Mysterio. Uh, we see Big E pick up the win over Sammy. Post-match interview with Big E. He starts to uh, make threats about this money in the bank briefcase. And uh, they might not be empty threats. Uh, we see the SmackDown women's title contract signing. Bianca out first. Cuts a quick promo. Signs the contract. Becky Lynch out in a bright red fur coat, looking like McLemore. Uh, Pat McAfee taking shots at the Jets. Says uh, she looks like Joe Namath, and he was the uh, quarterback the last time they won anything of substance. Becky going full heel now. She throws the contract at Bianca, but Bianca catches that thing perfectly. Uh, we see Paul Heyman again backstage, with uh, this time with Shotzi and Knox. Uh, Kayla sneaks up on him, and... Uh, Asks about the Brock Lesnar challenge. Says Roman will answer Brock later tonight. And eventually we see Biggie sneak up on Paul with the briefcase and the manacle laugh that he's been doing. Uh, Edge versus Seth Rollins was an incredible match. Uh, Seth hits the curb stomp for the win. And Edge is down for the count. Uh, they have the medics come out uh, to uh, pop him up on the gurney and wheel him out. Eventually they take him off in an ambulance. Uh, we get a Seth Rollins interview. As Edge gets taken away. Uh, it's it's a pretty good interview. Doesn't know how he feels. He was playing up the situation pretty well. I'm um, I'm pretty curious to see where they take it with uh with Edge and Rollins from here. Uh, we get another Bloodline backstage promo. Roman and Paul kind of you know hashing things out, and we get the main event: the Usos versus Street Profits for the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. Uh, Roman eventually makes his way to ringside. Uh, Montez Ford hits the frog splash, and before we can get uh, to a two count, Roman's in. He locks the guillotine choke on Ford. Uh, Roman then grabs the mic and accepts Brock Lesnar's challenge, uh, and the lights go out, and we get Demon Balor. Personally, I am I'm not a Demon Balor guy. The makeup uh, kind of made him look like the boogeyman this week, uh, but. Demon Balor versus Roman Reigns at Extreme Rules. Uh, and now, on to the best Monday Night Raw in... I don't even know how long. So, uh, we see Big E open up the show. Uh, RK Bro comes out right behind him, followed by Bobby Lashley and MVP. Big E reminds everyone that he's here tonight 
to cash in the Money in the Bank briefcase. MVP and Randy go back and forth about moving the match from Extreme Rules to Raw. Things get a little heated. Bobby pushes the briefcase from Big E's hands, and then Randy hits an RKO on Bobby. The stage is set for later tonight. Uh, we get a Charlotte F- Flair promo on Shayna Baszler, and then some Baszler and Nia Jax backstage segment. Uh, Flair versus Baszler. Uh, Nia Jax comes out mid-match. Uh, Nia causes a distraction and allows Flair to pick up the win, similar to the uh, situation that happened last week with Nia Jax and Charlotte Flair. Uh, Baszler and Flair, their match was much smoother than the Nia uh, Flair match. Uh, post-match, Alexa comes out with a gift for Charlotte. It's a doll named Charlie. The doll looks exactly like Lily, but has the whole Charlotte Flair look. Uh, they go back and forth about their Extreme Rules match and the doll. Uh, not much of substance, but it kills a little bit of time. Uh, Drew McIntyre comes out. He gets attacked from behind by Jinder and crew. Uh, Viking Raiders out for the save, and uh, their trios match starts. It's going to be Drew McIntyre, the Viking Raiders versus Jinder, Veer, and Shanky. Drew picks up the win pretty quickly, and uh, the segment uh, doesn't last too long. Or I should say the match doesn't last too long. Uh, we get a new day backstage segment. These guys just celebrating the brotherhood that they have. Uh, we get a 24-7 segment. Drake Maverick uh, out here talking like Hannibal from A-Team. And we get Drew, uh, not Drew, Damian Priest versus Jeff Hardy. Uh, we get a picture-in-picture promo about Damian Priest match. Um, with Jeff Hardy. Uh, eventually, we get Sheamus on commentary. Overall, solid match. You're not going to get nothing great out of Jeff Hardy these days, it seems. Uh, Damian picks up the win, and Sheamus runs in for the attack. Uh, he hits a bro kick on uh, Jeff Hardy, knocks him out of the ring. Eventually, Damian Priest mounts a comeback, and uh, you know things tamper off, taper off. Uh, we get a Nikki uh, A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley promo. Uh, Nanny and Tamina interrupt them. It eventually leads to a brawl between both teams. Uh, Sonya Deville separates them and announces Nikki will face Tamina first before their uh, Rhea Ripley and Natty match. <sighs> we can ignore all that. Uh, we get uh, Randy Orton and Matt Riddle promo. Uh, Biggie interrupts them. We get a little comedy. It's good. We get uh, a little block now of Nikki versus Tamina and Natty versus Rhea. Um, yeah. Both matches were just bad. Uh, the Tamina and Nikki ASH match had a botched finish. Tamina was supposed to go over, but she didn't. So post-match, she attacks uh, Nikki. Uh, Rhea makes the save, but Natty attacks Rhea. And then that match starts. Uh, Nikki's backstage getting worked on by the medical team. Eventually, she returns to help Rhea pick up the win. They just they just need to get the tag team belts off of uh, second-generation slop fest. Uh, we get an eight-man tag. Mansoor and Ali and the New Day versus Mace, T-Bar, AJ, and Amos. Solid match. Amos picks up the win. Um, Flair backstage promo where she follows, finds the Charlie doll just laying around backstage and kind of snaps a little. Uh, just setting up uh, more for them later on. Uh, MVP and Bobby backstage interview. Big E interrupts this promo. Uh, very similar to the Randy one. Uh, Dewdrop versus Eva Marie. Dewdrop picks up the win, and honestly, this Eva Marie experiment feels like it's on its last leg. Uh, we get a Karrion Cross uh, promo package here, where he's doing his best uh, Sean O'Hara promo. It's uh, it's something. And finally, the main event. 
we see Randy Orton versus Bobby Lashley. This was a very good match. Um, no complaints here. Uh, Randy and Bobby really laid it all out there. After the match, um, Bobby Lashley is kind of limping on a, what seems to be a hurt knee. And uh, we hear Wale. And Big E comes in and cashes in that Money in the Bank briefcase. And uh, Bobby hits um, a spear on Big E. And you felt the air in the uh, the arena just leave. Um, and then it's a one, two, and Big E kicks out. And you just know that this man is about to become WWE champion. Uh, Big E does win. And uh, I've never seen someone run out as fast as Kofi and Xavier Woods to celebrate with Big E. Uh, it was it was awesome. It was a uh, it was a really fun fun thing that they did. Um, since then, Big E has been doing uh, so much media. The interviews are great, and it's it's really nice to see like both both sides of the the war, if you will. Just kind of congratulating Big E. Uh, overall, he seems like a great guy, given how everyone's reacting to this. Um, but that was that was the week in wrestling. Uh, a great one with Big E winning the WWE World title. Um, so, guys, have, have a great weekend. Enjoy what you enjoy. And uh, I'll talk to you next week.